It's time for Nicole Sandler's What's News from NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network. The old adage has now been updated. If at first you don't succeed, try, try, try 14 more times. The chaos that unfolded in the House last week with 14 failed votes for Speaker before Kevin McCarthy gave away every bargaining chip available and seemingly then some, he won the gavel in the 15th round of voting after the Florida man, Matt Gates finally relented. But at what cost? We'll get to that in a moment. When the 15th vote ended and McCarthy finally was declared winner, it fell to the new leader of the House Democrats, Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries, to introduce McCarthy and hand over the gavel. Jeffries used the opportunity to deliver an epic speech, detailing the literal ABCs of the difference between today's Democrats and Republicans. House Democrats will always put American values over autocracy, benevolence over bigotry, the Constitution over the cult, democracy over demagogues, economic opportunity over extremism, freedom over fascism, governing over gaslighting, hopefulness over hatred, inclusion over isolation, justice over judicial overreach, knowledge over kangaroo courts, liberty over limitation, maturity over Mar-a-Lago, normalcy over negativity, opportunity over obstruction, people over politics, quality of life issues over QAnon, reason over racism, substance over slander, triumph over tyranny, understanding over ugliness, voting rights over voter suppression, working families over the well-connected, xenial over xenophobia, yes we can over you can do it, and zealous representation over zero-sum confrontation. We will always do the right thing by the American people. Impressive. Now, if you think things will get easier moving forward, you're not paying attention. The 118th Congress, now officially in session, is back today, Monday. First thing on the agenda is getting the rules package for the next two years passed. But many of the demands that McCarthy reportedly gave into weren't his assurances to give. So McCarthy's first big test in governing his Republican majority comes in a planned Monday night vote on the rules package, which Politico describes as, quote, the devolution of power away from leadership and towards the House Freedom Caucus. They're cautioning that if Monday night's vote goes down, the entire project unravels. And McCarthy can only lose four votes. That's a tall order, considering the makeup of the Republican caucus. In a somewhat related story, Did you see what happened in Brazil over the weekend? Supporters of former Brazilian President Jair Bolsonaro broke into the country's congressional building, Supreme Court, and presidential palace on Sunday. Brazil's newly elected president, Luiz Inácio Lula da Silva, described events there as barbaric and said a lack of security had allowed Bolsonaro's fascist supporters to breach barriers set up by the military. 
He also emphasized those responsible, quote, will be found and punished as police made at least 400 arrests in that first night alone. Lula blamed Bolsonaro for inflaming his supporters' baseless allegations about potential election fraud. Hmm. The president's allies also raised questions about how public security forces in the capital were so unprepared and easily overwhelmed by rioters who had been planning this event on social media for days. Sounds kind of familiar, doesn't it? Yeah, these breaches came about a week after the inauguration of Lula, who defeated Bolsonaro in a runoff election on October 30th. Bolsonaro reportedly denounced his supporters' actions on Sunday. His office previously said it would cooperate with the transition of power, but he hasn't conceded. And make no mistake, he fueled the efforts. As of Monday morning, Brazilian police had cleared all the protesters from the government offices. President Biden issued a statement saying, quote, I condemn the assault on democracy and on the peaceful transfer of power in Brazil. Brazil's democratic institutions have our full support and the will of the Brazilian people must not be undermined. Congressional Democrats are pressing Republicans to condemn the attack. House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries called it a, quote, sad but familiar sight, while some members are calling on the U.S. to extradite Bolsonaro from Florida. Yes, he's in Florida. Just saying. By the way, Speaker Kevin McCarthy and Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell have both been silent so far. Closer to home, President Joe Biden visited the U.S.-Mexico border on Sunday, his first official visit as president, amid record levels of border crossings. Biden's visit to El Paso appeared largely focused on enforcement issues and speaking with border enforcement personnel. His flight was met by Texas Governor Greg Abbott, who gave Biden a letter outlining what he described as chaos on the border. Biden now heads to Mexico today, where he'll discuss immigration issues with Mexican President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador. So, You do know that COVID is still here and it's getting more serious, right? The new variant, XBB15, features mutations that are helping it spread more easily than other variants, jumped from 2% of U.S. COVID cases in early December to more than 27% in the first week of January. The WHO has called this new variant the most transmissible version of the Omicron variant yet. This new XBB15 is believed to account for more than 70% of cases in the Northeast. There's no evidence that it's causing more severe illnesses than other strains, but it has caused a new problem for public health officials as fresh misinformation blaming vaccines for the rise of the new variants is spreading thanks to people like, oh, Elon Musk at his new Twitter. Get vaccinated and wear a mask. And that's just a bit of what's news for now. I'm Nicole Sandler. If you appreciate these reports and the Nicole Sandler Show, I hope you'll consider making a contribution. My work is listener supported and I can't do it without your help. Find out more at NicoleSandler.com and please click on that donate button.